Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the feet of Jesus and listened to everything that he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to Jesus and she asked him, Lord, do you not care that my sister's leaving me to do all of this work by myself? Tell her then to help me. Jesus answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Your sister Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. I was inspired this week by a Mary Oliver quotation while I was stewing about this morning's sermon. Some of you, I know, saw me hint about it yesterday on social media. The quotation is short and sweet. Mary Oliver said, it is a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in this broken world. So her name, Mary, of course, and her namesake in this morning's gospel seemed like maybe I should pay attention to that. It's a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in this broken world. And many of us have heard this story before about Mary and Martha. Jesus has been pretty busy, remember, at this point in Luke's version of the story as we've been hearing the last several weeks. He has been working hard to prep his disciples to go out into the world so that they could cure the sick and proclaim the good news and cast out demons, all of which they have been doing. Jesus himself has been casting out demons. He's been preaching and teaching. He's been healing and traveling from town to town, from place to place to do all of these things as well. And so today he gets to this certain village, which we assume is a place called Bethany because we know from John's gospel that that's where Mary and Martha lived with their brother Lazarus. And since John's gospel also lets us know that Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha, are good friends to Jesus, I think we can assume, I like to think, that Jesus showed up in Bethany and was welcomed warmly by Martha because it was a safe place for him to rest. That maybe it was a home away from home for Jesus in all of his travels. That at least it was a place where he was among friends for a change and away from all the strangers and all the strange places that he had been visiting until that moment. And Martha is working hard to welcome her friend, probably preparing food, maybe making up the guest bed, perhaps fetching water, wrangling the kids, filling lamps with oil, borrowing things from the neighbors, and whatever else a first-century homemaker did to make a guest feel at home. And all of this while her sister Mary is just hanging out. 
with Jesus in the living room. So Martha asks for some help from Jesus to get Mary off her butt and to help her sister out. But Jesus surprises Martha, probably surprised Mary a bit, probably surprised too whoever else was listening because Mary wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing according not just to her busy sister Martha, but according to, to the social standards of the day. While Martha was filling her first century shoes as a servant to the men, Mary was bucking the system, hanging out with Jesus, spending time with the guys, presumably, and not serving, but sitting. Not doing, but being. Not distracted by a litany of tasks, but dedicated to listening to her teacher and friend. And that was perfectly fine with Jesus, and as it should be, as far as he was concerned. So I appreciate this reminder from Mary, the one from Bethany, and I appreciate the reminder, too, from Mary Oliver, that it is a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in this broken world. And I'd like to be a little bit more like both of them, the Marys, because I take the serious bit too seriously sometimes, especially as your pastor and as a preacher in this place a lot of the time. Don't get me wrong, this is serious business, what we're called to here, following Jesus and living lives of faith in this broken world. And I think this might have been some of Mary Oliver's point. But paying so much attention to the broken parts of it all are and have been tiresome in recent days, recent months, recent years. Maybe you have felt that too. I have been banging the drum of anti-racism a whole heck of a lot around here. And I worry sometimes that that gets old. I've been waving a proverbial rainbow flag of acceptance and welcome and inclusion for LGBTQ brothers and sisters too, and I realize that that's more work for some of us than it is for others. And we are bombarded with the horrifying reality of school shootings and abortion debates and wars and insurrections and political divisions and so on and so on and so on. I'm always working to encourage generosity and sacrifice where our financial resources are concerned. I'm forever looking to engage more and more of us in opportunities to get our hands dirty around here and out in the world. And so much of what I feel called to preach and teach from one week to the next, whatever the topic, is presented as a holy challenge. I use that phrase a lot, I realize. I'm not apologizing for it. I think it's faithful. I believe it's what Jesus calls us to. I'm certain it makes us better and makes the world look a little bit more like the kingdom of God, but holy challenges can be hard 
when we hear them week after week after week after week. It could be tiresome, overwhelming, exhausting. So I wonder and I worry sometimes that you might leave here feeling tired or like there's always more or too much to do or like you or like we will never be able to do enough or to get it right or to meet the many, many needs of this broken world. In other words, our spiritual lives can feel and they can be a lot like Martha. Racing around distracted, worried, busying ourselves with all and everything there is to do and pointing fingers at anyone and everyone who's not playing along or helping out or doing their part. So this morning I feel like the Marys. Mary Oliver and Mary from Bethany, and I feel like Jesus, too, might be telling me to sit down and shut up. It's a serious thing just to be alive in this broken world on this fresh morning. It's a serious thing, and it's enough just to be alive on this fresh morning in this broken world. Just sit down and shut up and be still. Just be here and be quiet. Just hear these words. Just take this sacrament. Just listen to God's promise and hope for a change. Just accept this forgiveness Receive this mercy, relish this grace in all of its glory. And just know that God is God, even and especially of the broken parts. And trust that God's promise to redeem all of it is a sure, certain, serious thing for your sake and for mine and for the sake of this whole wide world. Amen.